Hi, this is Sarah Adams, and welcome to Cosmic Conversations. Hi, I'm Sarah Adams, and this is Cosmic Conversations. Today, I have a special guest on, and I met her at the Conscious Life Expo. Her name is Aubrey, and she's a light, and she also has many different experiences with the ETs and also in the spiritual realms. So we're going to have a great conversation today. Thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, you are my first, um, my first interview since doing five days of sacred shamanic work. So I'm like, honored. <laughs> <laughs> Super honored. But I'm excited. So we met at the Conscious Life Expo, and I know you've had a lot of ET experiences and a lot of interdimensional experiences. Do you just want to, like, you know, give our audience a bit of, of a rundown of your spiritual journey? Oh, my spiritual journey. It's been quite a wild one. <laughs> um, I mean, I would say that I've had these experiences since I was a kid. Like, it goes way back. Um <clears throat> And it's funny, I guess like my first, I guess, experience with ETs would be when I was just a very young child and I had this very lucid, very realistic dream in which um, I was visited by these beings. Um, and they were like, not your typical ETs. Like they were, um, I don't know how, would, how would, I would necessarily explain them, but they were like fleshy looking oblong, like really creepy. <laughs> And I was, I was actually having a nightmare about them and there was groups of them and it scared the ever living crap out of me. So I woke up and I saw one right next to me, like just sitting there. Um, and it would mimic my facial expressions. I tried to scream. I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. I couldn't do anything. I was completely paralyzed. Um, and it was, it was terrifying and I, I wanted it to go away. And I remember just kind of asking for it to go away, closed my eyes. Then when I opened them, it disappeared, which was great. I'm like, awesome. It's gone. But, uh, I remember telling my family the next morning, uh, I was like, mom, dad, there was this creature in my room. Like, I don't know what this was. And they're like, honey, you just had a nightmare. But still to this day, like, I, I feel like it was a very real experience just dead. It was just such, um, I don't know, a life-changing event for me. And since then, it's interesting because it started my um, journey into researching on ETs and, and the paranormal. And then mm -hmm. over time, I also started tapping into my own psychic gifts and intuition. And then, you know, about 10 years ago, I started offering intuitive readings for people. And then I've gotten into coaching, support, stuff like that. And then... You know, I, I also feel very passionate about like helping other people with their spiritual awakening journeys and enlightening them and coaching them. So my journey has been a long one. I've, I've been through a lot of trauma, a lot of abuse, but, you know, as you know, like these situations help morph you into the person that you're meant to be and to inspire and help others. So, you know, that's basically why I'm here. That's, that's why I'm doing this. I can relate to that, you know, and I've been told many times by the spirits and by the ETs that that pressure of from the suffering makes you into a diamond like that pressure. It, it pushes you to delve deep into yourself. And I always have the saying that if we didn't go through that 
you know, that trauma, we would be but shallow creatures, creatures Um, without depth. Yes. yes. I always remind people that who've been through trauma, I'm like, actually think that trauma, because otherwise you'd be a shallow person who who would be out there in the world lost. But that trauma pushed you into seeking deep and searching deep within yourself so that you you found out that you are, you know, you are Christ consciousness. You are God, you know, walking around in a physical body. So I do believe that even with trauma, there's a lot of wise lessons to be learned through throughout it, through it. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it just, uh, if I didn't go through what I did, then I don't think that I would be able to be doing what I'm doing because of everything I've learned that has inspired me to help others that have been going through the similar journeys. And I help a lot of empaths as well as star seeds when, you know, it comes to connecting and coaching these people, because we can so easily fall into that mindset of victimhood, kind of like, why does this keep happening to me? Like, why do I keep attracting these partners or why do I fall in the same patterns or behaviors? So I bring awareness to that because I've been there. You know, and because of my unhealed trauma, you know, I was repeating patterns and having, you know, all of these things just nonstop happen to me. And it wasn't until I did my shadow work, which I'm sure, you know, is like one of the biggest, most greatest things you could do for yourself is to really Mm -hmm. reflect on what you need to heal. And so it's just been, especially since 2020, the great awakening, nothing but healing, (laughs) I, you know, I was talking to you earlier too about how you said 2020, which is really interesting because that's when around the time when, you know, to the, the spirits told me about the great tribulation and they said it was a time of great chaos. And, Uh um, they were telling me that that began around the virus, the time the virus began and, that the pressure from that would push a lot of people to awaken. And just from what I've seen, it's true. The pressure from that has pushed a lot of people to delve deeper into looking into, you know, politics and realizing, oh, it's corrupt. Politics are corrupt. You know, our food system is corrupt. Our governmental system is corrupt. All these systems are corrupt. So I feel like that, that tribulation, that chaos is pushing people to awaken more. And we're still in it. I've I've been told that I was, you know, I was saying earlier, like after my Cambo ceremony last night, I had this, this, um, in the middle of the night, I had this lucid dream and they said, okay, the, th- you you guys are in the seven years tribulation and just to stop giving your energy to everything, the media, to politics, to the new fair corn that is being fed to you. And just, you know, just focus on taking care of your physical body on be on being in nature and stop giving your energy to these things and cultivate your energy within yourself. So that was a big message for me, but in, 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 I know I've seen this, but what do you think? Do you think there, that, that pressure, like you were saying, you had your awakening and do you think that that pressure is actually pushing more people to wake up? Absolutely. I mean, it's funny, I I got similar messages back then as well. Um, And then especially when 2020 happened, it's like I got hit with all of this massive information and downloads from spirit. And they're like, oh, this is a great awakening. We're changing the world. We're changing the earth. These are all the systems that are going to be changing. 
And I, you know, I had started a YouTube channel around then, um, which I plan to get back up here soon. I do most of my information on TikTok and Instagram, but, uh, you know, one of the biggest messages was like, a lot of stuff is going to have to happen to the collective in order to get them to wake up. And it's interesting, the point that we're at right now, specifically September 21st, the rest of this month especially is going to be a huge catalyst for and basically a, a grander awakening. So even though we have a good amount of the collective that appears to be awake, there's still, and we talked about this earlier, the, the uh, false light, right? So you've got a lot of these spiritualists, you've got a lot of these people preaching all of these messages about the awakening, but it's really indoctrination, it's fear, it's yeah. getting people to have hope for a savior, when in reality, we need to take back our power and save ourselves. Exactly. And yeah, and, and that's where we're at right now. So even though we're awakened, we're not really awakened, because still most people feel like we need to vote in different politicians to help save us or or we need God or what, or aliens. And it's like, no, we, we take we our power ourselves. back. Yeah. Absolutely. This has been a big message from the spirits, from the ETs. It's that we can help, but you guys need to do the major amount of your work. You are a very powerful spirit in a physical body. You have the abilities of the spirits you know so it's like okay do your work and we will help you like friends help friends but we're not here to do the work for you and I think too many people are like okay my life's a mess the world's a mess I'm just gonna sit here not do anything to shift my life not become a better person a healthier person and I and they're sitting there expecting to be saved and I think that this is like a big problem because each one of us we're our own saviors and our own Christ and we can pass the light to each other but we aren't nobody's gonna save us in the end it's our choice you know to save ourselves and even I as a spiritual teacher you know which I don't really like that label too much at all <laughs> I just I would say just express myself and you know sort of put out there my channelings and who takes them takes them and who don't you know if it doesn't resonate it doesn't resonate right but even as a um, spiritual teacher it's like I can't do the work for anyone people have to do the work for themselves I can't detox for you I can't eat a healthy diet for you, you have to do those things for yourself <laughs> same with spiritual work nobody saves nobody we might you know we can we can be a um a glimpse into what happens when you heal but we can't save you no Absolutely. matter how powerful we are. Yes. We're right. definitely, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna, just gonna say, yeah, if you're planning on doing a diet, you can't expect somebody to make you lose weight or take that weight away from you. You know, like you have to put in the work, somebody can help you. Somebody can give you the advice, the guidance, the, you know, the diet plan or whatever you need. But at the end of the day, it's your decision on whether or not you want to follow through with that, that plan and lose the weight or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So people need to stop expecting saviors because that's just, it's not going to happen. Exactly. But I think that people are, you know, and that's why they vote in 
what I call lower consciousness leaders because they're like, oh, come and save me, come and save me. Then they're like, <laughs> well, okay, you sorry, but you gave your power to these leaders and you shouldn't have done so. And if everybody stopped giving their power to these leaders and falling into their word games, which is basically for me, dark magic, like spells, their games, they stick out there, you know, in the media. And, um, you know, it's really interesting because media also has, I was thinking about King Meaty. I think his name was Meaties or something. And mm -hmm. if I re remember everything he touched turned to gold, but it, it killed it. It, it died. Oh, like this? Yeah. And what, yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what was his name again? Midas. Midas. Yes. Media. Yes. Something with Midas. I had this channeling the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh. So like the media is like making a lot of money, the gold, but at the same time, like all that information they're putting out to people, it's turning them like almost like like what happened with him. He would turn everything to just dead. You know, that's what the media is doing is draining us. So we have no more energy because we're so fearful of everything. And we're so fearful of legit politics, everything. When, hey, we just need to have that disconnect and reconnect to our hearts and reconnect to ourselves. And that's the solution. And right now it's just like, okay. Sometimes I see stuff and I'm like, okay, I'm going to put out there the divine knowledge I was given over this, but I just avoid the news and I avoid the fear um, porn going around. I, I going around. I avoid these things because I'm like, okay, I can sense that that has a lower frequency to it. And I don't want to interact with that. I'm going to give that to the divine yeah. divine is going to take care of that, but I'm not going to get, you know, caught in that web. And then basically like um, King Midas, when he touched something and it just became lifeless, I'm not going to, so there's something with media, media and Midas or Midas, the King Midas. Cause I was shown that the other day. Thank you. Cause when you brought that up, like that triggered my memory. <laughs> You're like, Oh yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> is making a lot of money turning us into basically lifeless people that are void of energy because we spent our energy in fearing wor worrying <laughs> right <laughs> not me but most of the most of the public out there sadly that's so fine. yeah thank you for bringing that up <laughs> well yeah i think that's also a big reason why we're seeing a lot of um zombies you know walking around <laughs> it, it just feels like everyone is lifeless they're just going around with this programming in their mind and they are not thinking critically but this this it's funny because it's like people from all sides right yeah. it's it's not just one side over the other because you have a lot of blaming going on between mm -hmm. you know political parties but it's like it's all of you you are all allowing yourself to absorb this lower vibrational energy and information and you are letting it control your thoughts it's a parasite and these people can't think for themselves anymore. You can see let's, it. Let's go back to what you said, parasites. So in your in your experience and opinion, how do you how do you see that the whole parasitic? Because I know my experience, you know, I've done a lot of work about this. Um, I call them the Watiko, the negative entities, the the um, archons, the demons. For me, in my experience, parasites, by the way, um, in mm -hmm. my experience, they're all the same thing, uh, different levels and layers, but the same thing. And they, they feed off of fear, obviously. They feed okay. off of the chaos. They feed off of us completely just being in the dumps and depression and sadness. 
And um, what is your knowledge on that? Because I know we spoke a little yeah. bit about it. Yeah, you know, I I try not to buy into what other people are saying. I, I just like to use my own intuition and how I interpret things. And I do believe that there is some sort of energy that is deliberately trying to keep the vibration low to try to keep us in fear. And I yeah. do believe it's some sort of sustenance. You know, like mm -hmm. I, I've heard about the the topic of loosh, you know, and I'm, I, I yeah. believe that's what the archons do. They they feed off of our negative energy for loosh, you know, so that gives them more power. Um, and I really do believe that's a thing. And then when we are also putting out negative thoughts, we're manifesting that energy, we're creating it, we're amplifying it. So when you have people on like TikTok, for example, because I'm a TikTok creator, but I, I'm scrolling through these various different, you know, content creators. And, you know, a lot of them are supposed to be spiritual or divine people, but they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's the end of the world and all of these crazy apocalyptic things are going to happen and be in fear, you know, and it's like you are contributing to this problem. You are, you're putting this into the minds of the collective and the collective is going to manifest this reality. And that's what I try to teach people. It's like empower yourself, know what you are creating because you are the manifester of your own reality. That's why the name of my business is called It's Your Universe. So I call myself It's Your Universe because I empower people to understand that they are creators of their own universe. Because it's true. Now, what's really interesting with that is, um, that's a great name, by the way. What's really interesting is I saw that each religion is has some truth in it, which is true, mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of fear and lies that are being fed in, you know, the religious writings. And sure, it is the end of the world in a way. This is what I experienced, the end of the world as we see it, where people are going to are shut off. This is like this last period where people are shut off from their higher consciousness. Humanity is going to start to understand they have a soul. They have, you know, en an energy field. They're going to start. So in a way, it's the end of like people being asleep to these things. Yes. And it's the beginning of this new time of where people will understand that, you know, they have a soul and they're more than this physical body and they are very very ancient spirits you know that are eternal so mm -hmm. i i see in that way in that manner which is a very positive manner but to be like oh it's just the end of the world is that's no that's not true at all and that also like you said it does feed into a lot of the the that loosh going on if it, it, it really harvests a lot of loosh from people uh i just for now we are in a spiritual war is what i've seen but at the same time if you just look at every single prophecy it says that the light is going to win <laughs> like yes. it's just, so it hey, always wins that. <laughs> oh, like, sure it's gonna be hard because you know we've been on this planet people have been asleep for thousands of years they don't know that they have a soul or that knowledge has been hidden and they don't know that they could build up their chakra system, their aura. Mm -hmm. And now that's coming out. So yes, there is like that shift going on, which is a very, that's a very positive thing. And that's, for me, that's a divine blessing from, from 
from the divine. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just to think for yourself, you know, and because like you've been given a brain and consciousness for a reason. It's like, we're supposed to be using it. We're not supposed to allow people put thoughts in our head. And so, you know, cause again, those aren't our thoughts. And, and that's where the collective is right now is that they're just parroting off of whatever their, whatever information that they're getting from various different media sources. Um, and I think that we are about to very, very soon. And, and I, I'm, I've been feeling this for a long time, very, very soon, we are about to go through something that is going to shake up humanity to where yeah. it's going to an aha moment like wow wait a minute I have been lied to you know the people that I confided in or trusted or the politicians etc they are not who I thought I was they they are not who I thought they were you know and and I feel like that's going to be a great moment and as we approach the solar eclipse on October 14th um there's going to be a huge shift in an awakening and I feel like a lot of truth is going to come out and people are going to learn once and for all like this is the truth and it's going to freak people out I think that there's going to be chaos I think there's going to be maybe even anarchy you know just you know when you share realities they're going to go nuts (laughs) I saw this too there's going to be a big catalyst moment which is really interesting that you've you've seen that, but we're on the same sort of wavelength frequency here. I did see this and it's, you know, I saw like, I saw so much too that they're the veil of, this is what I was shown. Like the veil was torn ripped between the seen and unseen. So you're going to start seeing, you know, the truth about people that run the world and it's not going to be so nice. And I think it's already coming out truth about, big media figures that are posing as saviors or prophets or whatever. Right. And they're not truly that that's all going to come out to all these things are going to come out as that, you know, energy gets more intense and we're able to tap into seeing the truth because that veil is ripped and that veil that keeps this, the, the unseen or behind, um, how can I put that behind that ener- energetic frequency that stuff used to be able to hide. Now that that's been completely, basically nearly done away with, things aren't going to be able to hide anymore. You're going to see the real truth. And it's going to be a shake-up moment when you look at people and you're like, whoa, they're ener- this is what I see. And I've seen this for years. It's like, oh, some people's energy fields are so bad that it's like rotten in, you know? And you're going to be like, okay. Mm-hmm. I-, I think I watched Shallow How yesterday. I don't know oh, if you remember <laughs> Shallow How. Where, and he, yeah. you know, he can, he can see people that they're beautiful on the outside and inside. It's just like, oh, you know, cause they're not nice people. They don't, they're not kind, nice people and good people within themselves. And I feel like there's going to be that moment too, where people are just going to look at their leaders and be like, whoa, I've been taking advice from you and letting you run my, <laughs> my, my thoughts and oh we've been letting you run our country like there's no way now we see the truth there is no way but they need to see those truths which are going to be pretty intense it's probably pretty harsh and going to push people into a point of chaos they need to see those truths so that they can actually do something to change their reality change themselves and change their letting who um they need to shift and not let people who are not empathic be their leaders because what I saw is like we have a lot of non-empathic 
people as world leaders, very narcissistic, um, self-serving. We've elected them because we're self-serving ourselves. We need to stop Mm -hmm. being self-serving. And then guess what? We will, we will see the truth and we won't elect people like that. It's funny. If you think about it, like the leaders that we've elected, for example, right? They're, they're technically a projection of our, our consciousness, you know? And it's funny because like, in essence, the fact that we are starting to awaken to the fact that we don't like these leaders that we've been electing, just, it's almost kind of a form of shadow work, you know, because now that gives a chance to look at yourself, be like, maybe you could be, maybe you're kind of projecting some of the self-serving, you know, narcissistic type of behavior. And it's funny because like, like with Trump, for example, like everybody has their own opinions on him and it's like, but he is just a reflection of who you are, you know, <laughs> like either you love him right. or you hate him, but it's like, he's, he's a projection of that. And, and people need to realize that the people that we also attract in our lives are mirrors of us and what is going on on the inside. So if you don't like the people that you're attracting, then you need to work on yourself. So this could help inspire the collective. Right. That's the thing. And in my case, in my case, I was like, oh, I let people in because I was too nice. And something said, mm-hmm. no, don't let these people in. And I still, I learned my lesson <laughs> good with those, that, that one though. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, I do believe that. I believe that we are electing people according to, you know, where we're at and, the masses needs to need to have a heart shift. And I do believe that as they see their leaders fail them, their current leaders, they will start to do more searching within and they'll find more truths. And then they're going to wake up more and they're going to do a big shift. I do believe that the return of Christ consciousness is going to be on a vibrational level, not some guy coming out of the sky. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No one's riding horses. Sorry. That sounds fun though. That sounds really fun. You know, (laughs) I love riding horses. I would love to see Jesus riding on a horse. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh yeah. It's all kind of symbolic. All of these writings, like you can't take them literally people like don't take them literally. They're symbolic yeah it's all mostly symbolic for sure I want to ask you like what was in your life what was your biggest pivotal point of change to really really delve deep Mm, that's a good question um I want to say it kind of started around 2017. That was like a really dark point for me because I was going through like multiple different events at the same time. Like my mom was sick and she was dying. Um, I was in an abusive, narcissistic relationship. Then I was also dealing with my twin flame. And then I was dealing with my son. Just there was a big collective amalgamation of of different things that were happening to me. And and interestingly enough, it happened around my ayahuasca ceremony. Mm. So it was like I had an awakening during my ayahuasca ceremony, but at the same time, I was just going through so much shit. And it's funny, I think that was my Pluto return. So, you know, there was, I was going through a literal death and rebirth. And so during that point in time, and after that kind of cleared, and I, I was able to see things clearly, 
I was like, holy shit, like I've got some serious work to do on myself. Um, but it's funny because that led up to 2020, right? And 2020 was just like, it was another awakening. So I hadn't done the deep work. I didn't even really know how to really do the deep work. I just knew I'm like, okay, it starts with me. You know, I'm attracting, you know, these types of relationships and patterns because my twin flame, when he was introduced into my life, like he also was an awakening for me because he put me mm. through a lot emotionally and spiritually. And so I made that conscious decision, especially in 2020. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then it just, it's been a journey probably since 2017, mostly. And then really just tapping into myself love my divine unity my divine feminine you know like really embracing myself for who I am and that has reflected into my external reality because I've noticed that since working on myself everything around me has changed you know I'm attracting more abundance and more people that are in alignment with me better friends I mean no boyfriend as of yet but I'm sure that's on the horizon <laughs> But, you know, as I continue to do the work, obviously, but yeah, um, I've learned so much, so much. I am, I'm excited for you because I know that you're going to manifest a divine masculine. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. <laughs> Sometimes it's like better, you know, it's like better in my experience too. I know my twin flame and he is, um, Obviously, you know, he's very gifted like me. He astral projects, does all the things that I do. Wow. I think he's a bit of a more intense version of me. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time with him and he's awesome. Um, oh, he's really, really awesome. And I think I'm the one who's like, he's like, I'll do anything for you. And I'm like, I think I need my space right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're the runner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so it's really interesting because, you know, also, I also feel that comes in when you're not looking, when you're happy with yourself. Like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm pretty happy with myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And as the goddess, we kind of, we have that divine masculine that supports us, you know, which mm -hmm. is, is awesome to have, whether it comes through friends or family, brothers, you know, fathers, like. Yeah. yeah it's, it's supporting us or through the angels I feel like Archangel Michael have, has just brought me that divine masculine energy so many times like he's a blueprint for like <laughs> the divine partner yes yeah yes yes but I do feel like you know really interesting you brought up the twin flame thing because that's been coming to me and I saw that a lot of us we'll manifest um, being with our twin flames right before like that switch into Christ consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I guess I'm just like, oh, putting it off and taking longer with <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting the same message too. Um, divine partnerships. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of them have already started, but like, I feel like 2024 is going to be a big year mm -hmm. for divine partnerships. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you interesting. And that's what I felt. I felt this year was a lot of cleansing and clearing of karma. Yes. And yes. And it's funny because you I did see um the biggest amount of breakups in in, in celebrity circles that I've ever seen. Like they were saying this. I read an mm -hmm. article about it too. 
So I feel like it was just, it's also probably just clearing out people who are not in alignment, these energies right now, so that you can find, you know, as you do your work, who, who you're truly in alignment with. But yeah, it was interesting because it's like, and I also read an article that they had the most divorces, like I think in history or something this year. Really? Wow. Not surprising, but like. <laughs> like yeah. That's really interesting. So yeah, I think there's a shift. I think this year was just about, it wasn't about partnership. It was about doing a lot of self-work and inner work and deep work. That's what it was about. And I know I read a lot of articles that said, you know, people shouldn't get into, get in a relationship this year. So it's good. It's coming in 2024 because apparently yeah. like this year was, like I said, it was all of the stuff that we needed to go in. I know I did, I did a lot of like childhood um, trauma healing for my family because they had such a hard childhood and they had a lot of trauma. So I was just like bringing up layers of that and clearing it for them. Like, okay, that's what I wanted to deal with the most this year, which has been oh, yeah. ama amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> cheers to the divine partnerships in 2024. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, I was going to add on that too, is that this year specifically was a year for the divine masculine to also do their own inner work. And that's also <laughs> why they were separating from their partners too, because a lot of men that have entered partnerships, they did it for the wrong reason, you know, whether they had mother wounds or whatever else, and they were matching with the wrong partners. So I think that that's also why a lot of partners broke apart as well is because they were not in alignment. And as the masculine does their inner work, as we start to set into 2024, because us divine and feminine, we've been doing a lot of work over the past yeah. few years, a lot of work. So yeah. this is inspiring the divine masculine to step in and be like, okay, well, we need to empower ourselves now so that way we can lift up the feminine and, you know, and that's when the pairings are really going to start happening. Um, I feel like a lot of people are going to be much happier with the new partners that they end up attracting. Agreed. And it's really interesting because I wanted to see your take on this, but when you're with the wrong partner, I feel like I see couples and it's so unaligned and they'll, you'll start to gain weight. You'll start to age. You just kind of lose that brightness in your eyes and, you know, they're trying to force it and it's a trauma bond. It's not true love. I think a lot of people are in trauma bonds, not true love. Because I do right. believe when you're like in a real true love bond with each partner, with the right person you're supposed to be with, with that's in resonance, I believe that you're actually going to look way younger than your age. You're going to have more light because both of you are going to be filling each other with light. If not, you're going to age more. You're going to have bad luck. You're going to be unhappy. You're going to like just kind of like lose your soul energy in a way because you're forcing yourself that's not in with do it to do something that's not in divine alignment so i've seen like relationships like that where oh yeah sorry you guys say your twin flames but if you're losing your light and you look unhappy and you guys look aged you're not a divine union at all you are a union that is forcing itself and it's not in alignment and it's probably better to break that off it's going to be painful that's kind of like the karma you you got for forcing this Right. So I, yeah, I don't know your take on it, but I've, mm -hmm. I've looked at couples and I, I think, oh my God, they started off so, you know, beautiful or, or, or one started off looking younger 
and the other one looking less more drained and then suddenly there was a shift and then suddenly they like they have no light in their eyes and like oh and then the one who who was vibrant is drained and looks way older and the other one just looks very unhappy it is really interesting i was just observing i'm like okay so you have two people creating their reality and they're unhappy with each other. So what is the reality they're creating for each other? They're creating each other's hells internally. That's why they're both un unhappy. It's actually black magic. They are put in dark magic because they're like, oh, I'm with you because of whatever. But I, deep down, I don't really like you. And I'm not getting what I need from you. And they're both doing that to each other. And it's like, yeah, it's just like put, pushing black magic because you're pushing those thoughts, which are energy and those feelings onto the other person and vice versa. Oh, totally. so that was like yeah so and it's something better that, um, to be alone than to be one of those Go ahead. oh agreed and you know I've I've been single for quite some time because I don't want to have to put myself through that um I was just kind of dating somebody just recently but um he was not in alignment with me but I just thought I would just have fun with this person but what I do realize too especially like if we were to talk about like intimacy and, you know, sacred sexuality, when you are also with a partner that is not in resonance with you, more women tend to have more infections. Um, you should not have an infection with somebody that is supposed to be in a divine alignment with you because your body knows, you know, if they're impairing with you and your body will reject it. So I think women really need to be conscientious about that too. It's like, why do I keep on getting constant infections by, from my partner? Well, consider that they may not actually be for you. And I'm kind of obsessed with like, you know, I might enema kit and I put flower like flowers in there that I like always <laughs> cleaning down there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I, I read that a lot of women were suffering from dryness down there. And I'm like, that's probably mm. because of the fact that you are not with the right partner and right. so you're just like oh i'm just like a dry river out down there i really don't like you <laughs> this is not working <laughs> your body's like like something is wrong here okay i'm gonna be i'm just gonna be dry out because i don't want you doing this and you're forcing it people just like force everything yes. <laughs> it's so sad they don't know. but um yeah, I agree with that about infections. I also think that, you know, it it's a thing too to make sure you're cleansed and clear down there and you can use a couple drops of hydrogen peroxide and some castor oil and things like mm -hmm. that and make sure you clean out any energies down there. And yes. yeah, unless you're having um you're 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 having an encounter with of intimacy with somebody that's in love with you and you truly are in love with, I think that you probably should just avoid it. And otherwise, like it's at least everyone do whatever you want. But in my opinion, that's the, you know, that's the best thing. And I tend to, I tend to have like very high standards. So I'm like, yes. oh, <laughs> I'm a cosmic princess. So I love like, it. I have high, <laughs> high standards. And um, I also have so many amazing, um, you know, I know so many amazing men out there in the awakened community that are, and I know I've been talking about all of the like not so great ones, but I shout out to the good guys out there. And I feel like it's really important for women to have, cause I have amazing, you know, awakened male friends. And I feel like that 
definitely, you know, they, we have great conversations about spirituality, about health, about detox and um, channelings, things like that. And I think that it's great for women to have, you know, good awakened guy friends. And so that helps bring in that energy so that they're not desperate just to connect to anybody. Cause I think that the, you know, if, if you don't have that, you're just desperate to connect to anyone. And I've seen, you know, women out there connect to just anyone. And I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> I won't want my dog around that, that person. Like, why right? are you around him? Like, you know? I, I know this one girl and she just, you know, it's like every homeless person. And I'm like, we need to get you to, to get higher standards here. And you know, you need to find a partner, do your inner work so that you feel good and confident and happy. And you're, you're manifested this because you just are empty with it within yourself and insecure. And that's why you're manifesting this. And so I feel like doing the inner work and then manifesting, you know, the divine masculine to support you is really important. And then to just, you know, not go and just jump everywhere just to kind of take, you know, time to yourself and tell the universe to send in who's in alignment for you. Absolutely. I, I know that feeling. I actually have a really great friend um, that I'm in a very divine spiritual friendship with. Um, you know, he's, he showers me with so much love, but you know, unfortunately mm -hmm. that's never going to work out because he's in a situation, but he's such a great friend and he's shown me what it's like to receive divine unconditional love from a masculine. And so after meeting him and experiencing what all of that is like, I'm like, that is what I want. And yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to settle for less. I want somebody to put me on a pedestal and really show me like that divine love, you know, like I would do anything for you, you know, and just Aww. really respect me and see me for who I am. And I've never really had that with anyone else before. And so he kind of set that precedence of what I really want to attract. It's like, I'm not, I'm not settling for less. <laughs> that's beautiful. I, that's the thing. I think so many people settle for less, but if you do your self work, you will manifest who's in, who's in frequent frequency resonance with yourself. So if you're down mm -hmm. here, you're going to manifest down here. If you're up here, you're going to manifest up here. So it's important that, you know, in my opinion, we always do our self work and then we get up there. I, I, my shaman, he was here for the last like four or five days with me and he brought his lovely partner. And I feel so blessed to have like his presence and he's in a divine union. Mm. <laughs> you know, they're very supportive of each other. And it's like, I like surrounding myself with people who are balanced, you know, uh, and have divine partners and are in divine union because I do feel that reflects back on me. And I get to see like, you know, I get to see that and to, that makes me really happy. I'm like, <laughs> I love love. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it helps us manifest, right? Because if we're like, I want that, you know, that's what we're going to attract into our lives. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I'm doing my work right now and taking time off doing that. But I'm like, okay, I know exactly what I want when I want it. <laughs> so like, yes. I spare. I just am like, uh, okay, <laughs> listen, I'm going to take some time to rebrand and stuff because I'm rebranding everything. But yeah, you know, I think the divine sacred union is powerful for the world. And I do believe that we have had an attack on the um 
sacred unions because of this. They're trying to make men and women hate each other. And they're trying to make people think, you know, there's nothing good that comes of um, marriage or nothing good that comes of a part of a partnership that is, um, you know, how could I put this with mel a male and female that you, you know, that that's not in our genes that we're supposed to be everywhere. We're in our genetic makeup. I read some article about that, that, and I was like, okay, so we might as well just be beast in the field. I thought we're supposed to be evolving here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So I do believe that God has an, a balance of male and female and that's the divine union and it's very important for the world right now. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm also praying for our 2024 live. Now we've had all these breakups <laughs> everywhere. I've had a lot of people call me like, I just went through a breakup. I'm praying for all of their divine union <laughs> once they yes. do their work to start, start in 2024, like you said. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I want to be able to give that to people too, you know, and that's what I do as far as my work. It's like, it all starts with you, you know, mm -hmm. the more work that you do on yourself, because so many people want to have their divine partner, but then they attract the same person over and over and over again. It's like, you got to do yeah. the work. Trauma bonds. <laughs> yes. And I'm guilty of that. Like I, I can be the first to admit, like, I'm guilty of that. I did that for many years. And I had some, yeah, well, it's a common thing because I had some girl tell me, oh, you know, I was just looking for my true love. That's why I got with my friend's, um, my friend's ex, my best friend's ex. I just, I got with him. I'm like, that was not okay to get with your best friend's ex. And she's like, while she was in the house and I'm like, oh, that's oh. not okay. She's like, well, I was just looking for my true love. I'm like, um, no, what? this is, I know there's girls like this out there, sadly. I was just like, wow. I, is this like the twilight zone here? This is like, this is insane. Like this isn't okay on any level. There's no excuse right. for this. And that's not true love. That's a trauma bond. And you just need attention yes. from everything and everyone. And that's why you've done this. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a thing, trauma bonding out there. A lot of people do it sadly and they think they're like, oh, because they get some like attraction. Attraction is not love, by the way. That's a right. big one. True. Attraction, yeah. Attraction is not love. Um, often whenever you share a resonance of traumatic and unhealed energies with somebody else, you're gonna feel like you're going to feel like this, this intensity towards them. And they're going to feel that intensity. And really it's just your trauma codes of frequencies that are like, okay, we're in resonance here. So we're drawing uh -huh. you together. Cause if you healed that, those frequencies, you wouldn't be drawn to them. And I know there's people I did years ago and God bless them. They're great people, but they're not meant for me. And they were like in that, the, just like not the frequencies, you know, that I had, healed and shedded so there was not a resonance between us anymore whatsoever right. and I evolved past them and while I was there that was great you know and they were great but it's like I've evolved past that via doing my spiritual inner work so we are not in frequency resonance and that happens a lot with couples that um you know in the long term I also believe that we have um we have some karmic relationships to go through to to 
So we could be like, okay, even if we're treated good throughout them, we just know that they're not our true love or whatever. There's a lot of good lessons to be learned through them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, everybody that we attract is supposed to teach us something anyway, you know, so we're the whole point in meeting these relationships is instead of going in with like, oh, I'm looking to meet my true love, go in with what lesson can this person give me? <laughs> you know, I learned <laughs> something. I've never thought about that one before. <laughs> what lesson can this yeah, what lesson can I learn from this experience? You know, I think I think if people went oh in God. with that mentality, less people would get so disappointed. Yes, you know? what what can you teach me, literally? Yes, <laughs> what can you teach me? You are my teacher. <laughs> That's a good one. I have to remember that one. Oh my goodness, I didn't. I've never thought about it like that before. I. <laughs> And you know what? I get, I think that you get to your best place when you're happy being alone. That's true. That when you're like, true. I'm Less happy alone. Yes. <laughs> when you don't need attention or anything from anyone and you're just like, hey, I'm happy sitting in the middle of nowhere all alone with myself because I'm happy with myself. And that's a really great place mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not stressed and anxious by you yes. know when, when are they gonna call or whatever <laughs> well thank you for being on my podcast today and it probably wasn't my greatest you know. podcast and so I'm still just kind of recalibrating from Cambo <laughs> but thank you we'll have to have another podcast oh yes. thank you it was it's great conversations because no, you have random conversations about everything that there is <laughs> that's great <laughs> I, I thank you. I keep see, saying, I'm like, we need to do Joe Rogan. He's like four hours in and he's like looking up articles. Like, yeah, they're right? that's great. that would be so fun. I'd be totally yeah. down for that. Well, <laughs> I will hit you up in the future for that with my team. Thank you again, my, my goddess loves. And where can no. people contact you at? Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram under at, it is at, it's dot your dot universe on Instagram or it's your universe on TikTok. Um, you know, I'm all over social media. So um, yeah, that's the best way to find me Instagram or, or TikTok. Well, go check out this lovely goddess's TikTok and Instagram. Give her a follow. And again, thank you for being on my podcast, Cosmic Conversation. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To find out more, go to Sarah R adams.com and it's your